0: Okay team, here we go. Oh gosh, oh don't you know, here we go. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. Uh, years ago, I was having—I had a meeting with one of our focus missionaries. She was our team director, and so we were out at a coffee shop and we had our weekly meeting, trying to check in: How's the team doing? Um, how's ministry on campus going? And at one point, our coordinator texted me, and I said, "Oh, that's Heather. I'm just gonna." She asked me a question, and I'm just gonna type no. And I didn't like said it out loud. Um, like, here's the text message that came in. I'm just gonna tell her no. And our team director. She said, um, yeah, it was a really big moment. She said, um, could you please not do that when we're in a, in a meeting? I was like, wait, wait, do what? Could you please not um, answer your phone or text people while we are in a meeting? And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I just thought, you know, I just thought it was a quick answer. It's a one word answer, two letters, that's it. I'm done now. I'm back to you. And she was like, I understand, but please no, don't do that when we're in a meeting. And so that was, the, that was the last time I ever did that in a meeting with her. You know, it's interesting. I've done it in other meetings. I've done it with other people where we're having a conversation, pick up the phone, oh, there's a little, goes off and I send the message back. But with her, I didn't and it just, it made absolutely clear this, what I think is a truth, that we get the behavior that we are willing to tolerate. We get the behavior that we are willing to tolerate. In that moment, she made it absolutely clear to me. She was unwilling to tolerate that behavior and so, all right, the, the expectation has been <laughs> communicated. I've received it and I agree. I know this now. You are not willing to tolerate this behavior. You know, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I sometimes find myself being late, arriving to meetings late, but I find myself arriving to meetings late with the same people. There are some meetings that I am never late for, like absolutely, absolutely ever. I mean, sorry, obviously, we're all human sometimes, but there's some that I'm always late for. And the only difference is not because I respect some people more than others. It's not because I respect the the importance of this meeting more than others. The only reason is because they tolerate my being late. When I'm meeting with this group of people or with this person, they tolerate my being late. And so I'm like, oh great. The truth of the matter is we get the behavior that we are willing to tolerate. And we get this behavior that we're willing to tolerate when it comes to other people. I mean, honestly, if I'm not willing to stand up— so if if someone texts during a meeting, if someone is consistently late, if someone consistently fill in the blank, whatever that behavior is, someone talks rude to you on a regular basis and we are willing to tolerate it, then that's what we'll get. But if we're not willing to tolerate it, then that's what we'll get. And this is the—you might say, that, Father, it's not that simple. You're right, it's not that simple because whenever we establish clear boundaries, a it's difficult to establish clear boundaries because we have to clearly communicate here is the behavior, the level of behavior, the kind of behavior that I'm willing to tolerate. We have to make sure that they actually agree to it. and secondly, we have to be, we have to be willing to enforce that expectation or expect to enforce that boundary. For example, if you deal with someone who consistently speaks sarcastically to you, is consistently rude to you, is consistently you know abrasive in their speech, and you clearly communicate at one point, you know. Sometimes when we're having serious conversations, you get sarcastic Um, and it makes me feel terrible or it breaks the conversation down or whatever the thing is. So because of that, I'm going to ask that you don't do that, that you're establishing a boundary and then you're establishing the consequences. And if you do, we're going to have to take a break and we'll talk about this another time. Like something like that. So what that means, again, I have to understand my boundary, I have to clearly communicate that which takes some courage and then I actually have to follow through. When that person gets abrasive, when they get really loud, if you don't want them to be loud or gets really sarcastic and demeaning when you in the moment, you have to be willing, you have to, we have to be willing to say, okay, that's the behavior that I'm not willing to tolerate because the truth of the matter is we get the behavior that we're willing to tolerate. Now, that's true when it comes to others. Again, we have to know our boundary, clearly communicate our boundary and then be willing to essentially enforce that boundary. There have got to be consequences or we're just going to get more of the same. But the same thing is true for ourselves. We get the behavior out of ourselves that we're willing to tolerate. How many times have you and I said, Oh, I, I want to be someone who does X, whatever X is. I want to pray more. I want to, read, I want to read my Bible more. I wish I had this podcast called The Bible in a Year I could listen to. Now, we have this, these ideas for us. I don't want to fall into sin the way I fall into sin. But when it, come, when it comes down to it, we're not willing to establish boundaries for ourselves and so what do we do? We get the behavior in ourselves that we're willing to tolerate. So maybe it's a situation where I want to be a person who is more honest. I find myself uh, deceiving people. I find myself fudging the truth. I find myself manipulating others. I want to be someone who's genuine, authentic, someone who is trustworthy. I want to be honest. But I allow myself to fudge, I allow myself to manipulate, I allow myself to kind of deceive or deflect. And so what do I find in myself? That I found that I've gotten in myself the behavior that I'm willing to tolerate. At some point, you know, um, all of us are faced with the decision that decision is, for whom am I going to live? So St. Ignatius of Loyola, he had this, this exercise and the exercise was, it's called the two standards or the two like banners, the two flags, the two sides of the of, two armies, essentially. Whose army are you going to be part of? Whose banner are you going to stand and fight beneath? There's the, the banner or the, the army of the evil one and there's the banner or the army of the Lord. And he says, at some point, you have to decide. Am I going to—if I just—and myself, just here I am, I'm, I belong to the evil one. In fact, by birth, we belong to the evil one. It's only by baptism that we're brought into the army or brought into the family of God to have a l- less, little less uh, militaristic idea. But Ignatius of Loyola makes it very, very clear. This is a battle going on. It's not just a family. It's also, you know, the church militant. We have to choose a side. And if I've chosen the banner of the Lord God, if I've chosen to be part of his army, his family, the church militant, then what I have to be willing to do is saying, okay, in that case, here are some behaviors that I cannot be willing to tolerate in myself. That's not just, you know, white-knuckling it. That's not just on my own discipline, my own grit. It's also with the grace of the Lord God himself. But his grace is yours. He offers you the grace to belong to him fully. He gives grace to everyone. It's just that so many of us tolerate us not saying yes to it. We get the behavior that we're willing to tolerate in others and in ourselves. And so what's the behavior that you and I would get to the point of saying, okay, when it comes to this group of people or this individual, I can't tolerate that anymore. To have the courage to be able to clearly communicate that and the courage to follow through with it. But also, what's the behavior in myself that I'm not willing to tolerate anymore? to establish that and then to strive after that. You're not going to be perfect at it. We're not, I'm not going to be perfect at it. We're not going to be perfect at it. But to set that behavior, set that expectation and say, all right, I'm going for it. And if when I fall, I go back to the Lord but I go back to the Lord with humility but also with this determination that from here, I'm going to move forward. I am not willing to tolerate this in my life anymore because if we are, that's what we'll get, anyways. That's what I think. I don't know if you disagree, maybe you've tried it a thousand times, maybe you've failed a thousand times. But is it wrong? Is it not true? And that's the thing I'm interested in. I don't know if you can comment, you can subscribe, you can uh let me know what you think. Anyways, my name is Father Mike from all of us here to Central Presents. God bless. <laughs> what do I say? My name is Father Mike from all of us here to Central Presents. My name is Father Mike. God bless. What the heck? It's like my first video ever. Holy smokes. Nestled under the warm Florida sun is a university whose name indicates a vocational call. Ave Maria, which is Latin for Hail Mary, recalls the angel Gabriel's announcement to Mary of her future vocation, becoming the mother of God. Enriched by God's grace, Mary freely assents to this call. This is the model for all students. Come to Ave Maria University where we offer a liberal arts curriculum buoyed by the sacraments. This empowers you to clearly see your vocational call, whatever that call might be. Ave Maria University, your vocation, location. Visit avemaria.edu or call 1-833-AMUSWFL.